0: at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. 22 The Rangers Podcast is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision, engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to Manscaped.com and get 20% off, plus free shipping with code CLUB at 22 Your balls will thank you. Everyone and welcome to club preview here on Club at Twenty Two The Rangers podcast. I am your host on the preview this week, Scott Carney, and I'm with Scott Gaimon. Scott, how are you?
1: Hey, hi, Carney. Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, weekend's arrived. We won midweek Saturday game at three o'clock. Yeah, just looking looking forward to it.
0: Looking forward to, it'll probably be bloody freezing though, but that's that's, that's something we'll just have to deal with for in winter now But yeah, we were due to have a full house tonight, Um, things have got in the way, uh, so unfortunately you're just left with the two Scots I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, maybe we'll, we'll soon find out I suppose in the comments so yeah, well, the I reason won't be alive... confused when
1: someone says Scott What?
0: Well, I'll call you Scotia. Well, I always call you Scotia. I never call you Scott. No, but there's only the
1: two years. But when when there's more of them, I hear the name Scott. I'm like, oh, is he talking about me or you? Yeah, everybody
0: calls me Carney, but everybody started calling me Carney. (laughs) So, yeah, that takes me back getting called Carney. It was only since I started kicking about years, though, that I started getting called Carney. That died away a wee bit for a while, (laughs) uh, getting called Carney. Uh, Anyway, right. um, we're here to talk about Rangers. Eventually, we're going to do a bit of self-indulgence first because we're live tonight because the podcast is one on Monday. We're not actually going to record on Monday, so this is technically a birthday party, which is kind of sad, Scotia, because it's just me and you sitting here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair, the, the first one, I think, that we, went live. Um, it was only audio pods at the time we were doing, but it was you and Ali mm-hmm. for that Ross County game, so it was only two at the start, so maybe that's that's good. I know it's, it's definitely a year to the day since we've done that Um Pilot show on stand, the standard liaison game, evening RFC 56. Yeah, evening yes. everyone. Yeah, so good evening. Yes, yeah, so no, all the good.
0: comments are starting to come in.
1: And yeah, so also, no, it's great that, it's that my, we've managed to make it here.
0: Hello from Los Angeles, LA. that's pretty cool.
1: That's pretty cool. Lovely. That's early in the morning over there, I'd imagine, is it not? Oh no, ah, it must be. Well, in mid afternoon,
0: do not ask me about stuff like that, mate. I've got no idea. Not a clue, uh, so aye, anyway, so we are one, yeah, that, that's the thing. We are one year birthday, and we have we have different things to announce. <laughs> uh, before I get into it, um, uh, club at 22 is supported by Manscaped, the best of men's below the waist grooming. Go to manscaped.com, use the code club at 22, uh, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. Your balls will definitely thank you, won't they, Scotia?
1: They will indeed, yeah, I've got my wee. A wee ball deodorant here for everyone to see. It's a very good wee product.
0: (laughs) What's it called? Is it ball preserver or crop preserver or something? That's
1: called crop preserver, that one, aye.
0: Crop preserver. It does smell good, mate, to be fair. It does smell pretty good. Didn't realise I needed it in my life, but obviously I I clearly do now. So, yeah, um, we are live, as I said, on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Leave a comment. It is just me and me and scotia so i will try my best to get to comments if i miss stuff i do apologize i really do apologize um so yeah before we get into the end stuff it's just a bit of a, a bit of self indulgence to start um we are live as well to announce our first ever live show um club at 22 from the viceroy on the 14th of january 2022 We didn't really think we would be doing it as early as this. We didn't think we would reach 1,000 subscribers, but as we started this and got into stuff, we agreed if we ever got 1,000 subscribers on YouTube that we would do a live show, and it's now going to happen. So tickets are now on general sale. and The link is in the description for this podcast. It's on all our socials, Um, so you can go and buy a ticket there. It'll be £5 a ticket. Uh, the capacity of the venue is quite small so there will only be 55 for obvious reasons um there'll be 55 so be quick um as i say it will just be a live pod like in a half season review we're also going to be running a raffle for the viceroy charity um, who raised money for defib devices, and that's all in honour of Peter, the previous landlord of the pub, who sadly passed two and a half years ago. And then we'll be doing a bit of a Q&A, a live Q&A, getting uh, your questions. If you'd like to ask us anything, you can ask Scotia anything you want. I'm sure there's many pressing questions that people want to put to Scotia. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, just the usual club at 22 Antics with added beer and staunchness, mate. What's not to love? Um, we are all really looking forward to this, though, Scotia.
1: Yeah, I can't wait, really. I know we've talked about it. You know that way when we first done it, you we were a wee bit apprehensive. i like, oh no. But the the more that we've done these pods and stuff, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So, can't wait. And yeah, the bar staff and the, the Viceroy are um, top notch as well. So, it's a great great wee pub. Yeah, can't wait to kind of do it. And like you say, it's from, we took our name from from club at 22 from the viceroy but it used to be owned by uh, mr tom valance although i think he owns almost all the pubs in glasgow back in the day because i'm sure he was the owner of Dows up in queens or not in queen street but beside queen street station as well
0: <sighs> yeah so yeah curry muncher said a free bar for a fiver nah, <laughs> no it would not be a couple bar. of
1: pints possibly
0: no no mate i <laughs> won't be able to do that <laughs> sorry uh, no uh, no it won't, it won't be a it won't be a, it i won't be a free bar but look it's decent prices in the viceroy let's be honest and they're, they're, you never ever get a you never ever get a poor pint in the viceroy scotia it says uh, that michael morgan scotia going for 55 beers that's probably doable for you okay. mate
1: Oh, I don't know. That—that's an awful lot of beers, man. Fifty-five <laughs> beers. What's that? Oh dear, no, 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 thanks.
0: <laughs> if you fling off few reflo- is it Lefroy? Is that the, the whiskey you like, Lefroy? Aye, that's the whiskey I enjoy. It. It's like just it's like drinking pond water, man. Honestly, I've got absolutely I zero. Do Fifty-five of them, Laphroaig. probably. Ah, you've, oh, that's dis- they're disgusting Anyway, um, let's go on to Rangers things Mate, we up with a wee bit of self-indulgence indul- We'll quickly touch on the win over Hibs uh, You've got to love the meltdown Scottish football goes into When Rangers get a Stonewall penalty um, It's only like this, mate, in my opinion Because it doesn't fit the narrative that everybody was expecting Everybody expected Rangers to drop points at Easter Road It obviously didn't happen And, yeah, we just have to go through this Rigmarole of it wasn't a penalty when it clearly was a penalty, so it's never going to change this, though, is it? Scotia, let's be honest, it's always going to be Rangers got a penalty, it can't be a penalty.
1: Nah, uh, it's, it's daft, they, they moan about anything, anyone, they're just it's ridiculous when they come on and do it because it's a waller and Beaton's looking at it for ages as well, you know. And it seemed for, to me when he'd done it, it was like, why are you taking so long to give that, mate? That was the, clear as day. But he had a really long time to look at it, he does it, Porteous throws his arms up in the air, then you see McGinn come into the pitcher going mental, and then it all <laughs> sort of crescendos from there, and it's um, it's ridiculous, because ah, it was a penalty, and I know that they put out stats like, oh, Rangers have got the most penalties, well, ah, that's because we're attacking into the box and stuff like that, you expect teams that are attacking in and around the box well, inside the box, obviously, for a penalty to get these type of decisions. So I don't know why they're moaning when it's clear as day. It's not as if it was, (laughs) think back to that Kirk Broadfoot one in the old firm, right? Okay, I'd maybe give you that, but that one in Ryan Kent last night was as clear as day a penalty as you'll ever see, really. So I don't know. Chris Boyd put it well, didn't he? It's still an yeah, egg. But... It's not soft-boiled, hard-boiled. It's <laughs> still an egg.
0: Oh, boy, they sometimes, run you've got to absolutely love them. It's still an egg. Do you know what I mean? That is brilliant. Uh, Mac, Ryan Porteous, loyal. Lad got us out of jail. I twice now this <laughs> season he's got us out of jail. Um, yeah, very much. Uh, it's just one of the things. I mean, it is a penalty. Ryan Kent's bought the penalty, but it's still a penalty. It's, no matter what way you look at the rules, you can't. You can't have half a penalty or nearly a penalty. It's either a penalty or it isn't. And it was. So it really is as simple as that. Um, we have we have a full reaction of that. If you want a full reaction to that game, you can go back and check it out. It's on the channel. Um, we will we'll move on to more present present-day Rangers stuff. So we'll we'll discuss the, the press conference and we'll do a wee bit of a, a build-up to the Dundee game, coach Uh sure. the press conference today was obviously Javier Van Bronckhurst and Calvin Bassey. Um, Gervain Van Bronckhurst gave an update on injuries. No fresh ones from the game against Hibs. Jack will be back in the squad for tomorrow. Your dancer, Hoping to get minutes uh, into him over the next couple of weeks. Balligan back in training with the team on Sunday. uh, And then we'll, we'll stop at this bit. The Connor Goldson contract situation that's going to continue to run on and on and on for... God knows how long, mate, until he either decides he's staying or he's going. So, there things came out this morning, rumours came out this morning that he'd actually knocked a contract back. Van Bronckhurst has confirmed in the press conference that that's not true and talks are still ongoing. Um, Scotia, I don't know... After the comments that's come out from Ross Wilson as well, I don't know how much talking there is left to be done. Yeah, no.
1: We've obviously reached a stone wall point where... Goldson and his agent want this much we've got a wage structure that was confirmed at the AGM that we won't go above which is always a wee bit of concern because when you start doing that other players will start mourning so we've got this structure in place we've reached it Goldson won't sign it I know that when those rumours came out earlier today in the papers uh, that he's going to sign for a Premier League club it's like what Premier League club would really want Goldson at the moment on his form he's not playing well enough to be in a Premier League team if you're honest. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've been saying since since the transfer window closed back in September there, I've been... That was one of my worries is, well, Goldson's out of contract at the end of the year, what's happening there. And I think I've said it in almost every other second pod that we've done, that I was like, um, Goldson's not signed yet. Um, so it, it's going to run down. It's the, the big question now is whether or not we get rid of him in january and get some money back for him because that's a that's a big disappointment for me is the fact that we've got a player like goldson can't remember how much we paid for him but you would be expecting to push him on for like five six seven million pounds at least that's not going to happen now so we've kind of lost money in the deal and um it's not great there and then the the problem you've got as well is we're threadbare at the back as it is and obviously if Balogun's like you say um Geo had mentioned in his press conference that um, Balogun's back in training with the squad on Sunday um, hopefully he'll be back, but if he's back then that more than likely means that Nigeria will take him away to the African Cup of Nations, which if they do, I think they finished third the last time the Cup of Nations get played which ends in, the, I think it's the 9th of February, so there's a fair few games after doing a break that he'll miss out on and potentially Bassi if he gets called up as well, so then Your defence is absolutely threadbare. So it's, um, Goldson's a a difficult one in that respect.
0: As, I mean, do I think he's going to? Sign? I don't think so. Now, to be honest, I think it would have been done and dusted now if he was going to d- decide to sign a a, a new contract. Cgm fifty five says depends on how much he actually wants. Uh, a Premier League club will probably offer him between fifty and eighty k a week, and yes, they will. And I think that's one of the biggest kind of sticking points now for me is we're obviously not going to break the bank for him. Um, and I, to be honest, on the form this season, I don't see why we would. Obviously, last season he was he was immense for rangers last season absolutely he was labeled by a lot of people the rock that 55 was built on and you can't really disagree with that but i think it would be a right shame for him to go and for us not to get anything back for him however i remember when this conversation first came up if we were to go on and win the league this season and he leaves for nothing but we we get the money for the champions league then you might be weighing out the the loss for the gain if that makes sense so but I just think it will. If he's going to become one of the highest paid players at the club, which I imagine that's what the contract he's kind of looking at. Again, this is all hypothetical. I've got no idea what Connor Goldson wants. But if he, if he does, and becomes the highest paid, you're not getting anything back for him because by the time he's at the end of that contract, he's going to be what thirty three. He's turning twenty nine. Is that right?
1: Yeah, he's twenty nine. Yeah.
0: So it's going to be three years, probably what you would expect the contract to be. So I just, I don't know if it's going to happen now, to be honest. And I think, I think January will be an interesting one. I don't know if you're going to do much business in January. Um, but I mean, you've got Kartich out on loan, so there could be something in that. I don't know how yeah. you do I do watch a lot of football. Do you, have you seen any of Cartich at all? No.
1: Nah. Who does he play for? It's not uh... Hadjik's split, it's... Someone yeah, out there it is it I'm
0: sure it
1: is. Is it right? It's, I think it's, it's it somewhere in Split like He's out in much. Croatia. Uh, I've no, I've not watched any Croatian football. I'm not I've not that into my football, <laughs> to be honest. No. But what you see, what you say there about Goldson as well. And on Wednesday night, that was only our fourth clean sheet of the season in the league after fifteen games. So you can't put that all solely down in Goldson. There's an awful lot of defensive errors in there. But Four clean sheets in fifteen games isn't good enough for me.
0: Mm, I agree. It is A gallant pioneer.
1: has. Seen it. had, um, I've not. I've not watched him. I was actually I actually meant to actually look up how he's been doing today before we started doing this, but I didn't get around to it, so I couldn't tell you how I've he's seen, doing.
0: I've seen him on. Um... Instagram or something like that, and he's, he's still an absolute unit of a man. like He really is an absolute tank of a man. But I think he's one that could possibly be brought back again if it's if it's going well. Um, this is something Ali actually brought up to me today that's just been said by Stuart Keane, uh, and I mentioned to you just before we came on earlier, Scotia, uh, I would take John Suter from Hearts. Well, I'm not sure about that one, but you seem keen.
1: Yeah, I would. I'm sure I said it a couple of weeks back, maybe a month or two back, that Suter's one that I would take up. Because again, he's coming to the his contract, so we can pick him up on a free, or like give Hearts a wee bit of money in January to bring him in if he wants to come. Um, I always, I really like John Suter. The only problem with Suter for me is he's been injury prone the last few seasons, and he's always taken like really nasty injuries that's kind of waylaid him for a wee while. Mm-hmm. But... We're Rangers, we always sign injured players and players that are, pick up injuries easily. So, um, <laughs> so it wouldn't not, as if it's not unlike us. Um, but no, I would take, I always like having a, a Scottish centre-half in there. Just, I don't know why, probably just takes me back to golf and weed and things yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, of course it does. Because, again, <laughs> defender a half nonsense coming it from you. <laughs> Look, apparently as well, there's a few people said here, D-Mac said, Catty just been pretty average at split. He's on the bench most weeks. So, I mean, that's not ideal for us to be bringing back that. I mean, you, you would really want Catech to have been playing kind of every game and to come back and inform. So, I say I'd be lying. I've not seen any of them. I've not had a, a chance to look. Um, just on loans, Gant Pioneer asks Does it still have a place? I think G will move them on. I think this is an interesting one down to what what's happened with Defoe uh, and I think Defoe's got a decision to make in January whether he's more interested in concentrating on coaching badges or playing football what do you think Scos do you think Itton will still have a place in the team and do you expect him back in January or do you expect the loan to be the rest of the season
1: um, in terms of the loan I think they'll see the season out if I'm being honest There's because n- we've not got a real need for people up top at the moment mm, that's true um, it- whereas, yeah, in defence we do. But I think I'd said a week or so ago that um, I think the way that Geo sets up his team might suit like, a big target man with getting points in certain games to bring him in. So I think he would be, if he was about just now in the Rangers team, I think he would be getting more chances than he ever did on, in competitive games under Gerrard.
0: It's a tough one, Wernie, because... I mean, he's, yeah, I know. Obviously, everybody got a wee bit excited the fact that he scored against Bayern Munich, but the Bayern Munich were three and a up, so it's like <laughs> he scored that a consolation goal. So you can't really take too much into that. The game was the game was pretty much over. So I, I'm not sure. I think he was a wee bit harshly treated by Gerard, and it also confuses me a wee bit considering what Gerard chose to do with the four when he was like, "Okay, you're just going to coach," because if. Gerard hadn't have left and Gio didn't come in, then Defoe probably wouldn't have seen any football this season. I'd be surprised if he did. He's, I mean, I don't know what kind of contract Defoe's on. <clears throat> Do you think he's probably on an appearance something like that?
1: Probably. If, if he's like a split player kind of coach role, yeah. I mean, the wages will be down a wee bit, I would imagine. Um, yeah, yeah i I'd, I'd prefer the foe actually to be in trade playing more than getting let them do his badges and stuff i know an awful lot of players come at the end of their career and do that they still play but they, they do their badges so they get a given time off to do it so i would prefer if the foe was in and around the training pitch and with the players training um and also on the the bench when needed at times
0: i think yeah yeah well, i think the as i say i just don't know how much the foes get left on them, but I mean, I've said the other night he came on and within two minutes he got a shot on target, which was quicker than what Alfie had managed to do. But I, I would never say to be playing him kind of regular because obviously there's no way he's going to be able to keep up with that. So we'll we'll move on, mate. Um, we'll move on from that. I think we'll just need to... Time will tell with the Conor Goldson thing. It's just we're going to need to wait and, wait and see what happens with him. Um, uh, and then obviously you mentioned bar, So... I was I mentioned again to you before we come on here. I completely forgot about him. I really had, and that's probably a, a, a bit of a shame. F- but he's still undergoing tests. That I put according to from and nothing is decided. Is this one of the ones scores that we might never see him playing for Rangers?
1: Yeah, it's kind of get the Daniel Prodan's written all over it, doesn't it?
0: Um, yeah, it does. It's not
1: looking. It's not. It's not looking great. And it, it's, it's 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 never nice to see, particularly when it's like a young young guy at the start of his career that you know this might put a stopper to it. But we, we don't know. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really much information that Geo got given out. But yeah, it's it's not looking not looking great in that that front. And plus because it's a new coach and staff coming in, they'll have their own ideas, they'll have their own players. I know I've seen someone a couple of folk have put in some wee comments there about a uh, Xavi Simmons or Xavi yes. Simons even. Um, so they'll have their own players that they'll be, have their eye on. So, yeah, I think you, I don't think we'll see Offabra, if I'm being honest. But hope, hopefully the tests that he's going under come out well, and then maybe we can see him. So.
0: Yeah, possibly, and even if we don't, we obviously hope he can continue his career. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to write the guy off, but it's a lot of football he's missed now. He's been out for a long time. Whether he's still been doing training, or, or if he can do training, and while these tests are happening, I'm not sure. But it's been a... It's been a, a while since he's, he's kicked a ball, I would imagine. The only thing about Xavi Simon is there's going to be a guy at the club that's got better hair than you.
1: No, no I've seen the pictures. It's Luke Valderrama come back. It Aren't it? Yeah, so I know a few people were asking what's the thoughts on it. And if I'm being honest, I don't really know, know much about him. He's played twice for PSG off the bench since he since went there from the Barca youth team. He's um, obviously dutch so voss and van Bronckhorst costal don't know all about him um, he's played quite a lot from under 15s to under 19s level with the netherlands he's played quite a lot and he, he's been i think he's been touted as this a wonder kid um similar to mind when you used to play football manager champ man and Freddie adu was this big next, next big thing kind of player like that and i mind oh, it must have been back in 2008 Freddie I do never turned into anything. Back in 2008, when I was playing champ, man, I signed um, Miriam Pianic for Rangers when he was really young. And obviously, he's actually went on to being a really, really good footballer because he's put UV now, I think he's still at. So, are you so taking responsibility for that or something? <laughs> yes, yes, yes I am. Yeah. Yes. Because
0: <laughs> he yes. was on your champ manager team. Oh, I didn't know where you yeah, were going Scotia. I, I was like, yeah. where are you going? <laughs>
1: No, but I, I I don't in terms of Simmons I, or Simons I've not seen any of them. So the fact that he's Dutch and young, then you've got Voss and Van Bronckhorst there. There's maybe a chance, but I would imagine it would only be a loan move because he must be on astronomical sums of money at PSG.
0: Yeah, we, you see the you see the obligatory YouTube clip that starts flying about of him, mate, doing <coughs> doing a bit of a trick and scoring a peach in training, so everybody can kind of do it and in training I think so it's uh, it'll be an interesting one to see look we are going to be linked with every young Dutch player ever mate that's even shoot hands with you have van Bronckhorst it's just the way it works um yeah I, but it's I, that. I, I, carry on
1: what I was going to say it's that way that managers kind of have their markets that they get linked with because if you mind to the end of Walter's period of time it was Italy was where he would go I mean obviously mm-hmm. we had all the Italian players you had Loudrup you had Gascoigne you had Jonas Tern, Bjorklund, I think, came from Italy, an Italian team as well. And then you had Advocat, it was Vicenza or Venizia, one of those ones. Um, Scotia, um,
0: Italy's your chosen country, mate, so you <laughs> like that. I'll yeah. believe you on that.
1: But you had like Advocat, obviously, back in the Netherlands. McLeish was quite in it, his French market, so was Le Guin, obviously fucking Casinha brought his big pina. So there's all these markets that players, that managers are kind of familiar with and linked with. So, yeah, it's going to be the Dutch one for us, for the foreseeable, and that'll come out in the papers every other day, won't it?
0: Yes, it will. So, also, the the in the comments, mate, it's... Morelos, the discussion about Morelos has popped up, as it usually does. There's a few asked about what were your thoughts on Alfie? Um, would he get a chance again against Dundee? CGM said he would drop um, Morelos. D-Max says, crash helmet on here. If we got an offer over £10 million for i let him go. He's so inconsistent. I mean, there's, a, there's quite a few of them. I, I mean, people are saying they've ran out of patience. Campanese says ran out of patience for Alfie. What what is your thoughts on Alfredo Morelos? Because he hasn't been great the past two games, but the game against Sparta, he was pretty decent. So it's a tough one. Morelos just goes through these these waves. And look, I, I know I wear Morelos-tinted spectacles quite a lot because I absolutely love them. But without ruining your team selection, as we'll come on to, as we finish up, mate, does he start for you? Tomorrow,
1: um, yeah, I think so.
0: Um, yeah,
1: you're asking the wrong person, Alfie, because I really like him, and you're asking Same. me <laughs> wrong anyway. Because I'm still like, I'm still waiting for like game um, to become good for Rangers and Jamie Murphy to come good for Rangers. You know, I can't, I, I'm not as harsh and play. You probably want Ali for something like this because he gets on the back of t- players, whereas I'm a wee bit more forgiving and lenient towards them. To be honest, I don't think Alfie had a terrible game against Tibbs at the midweek. He was no worse than anyone else in the pitch, I don't think. He certainly wasn't the worst player for us in the pitch, in my opinion. Um, no. Yeah, he was rotten against Livingston, and yes, he did miss the sitter, but he's missed those sitters before. So, yeah, I, I like, we love it. So it's football, isn't it? Your opinion changes game to game, day to day, hour to hour, minute to minute at times. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, <clears throat> It's been a Rangers fan, mate. We, we constantly do this. <laughs> we constantly, as soon as some player has a bad game, it's like I say, people would question Davis as well about the other night as well because he wasn't particularly great. And But I say, the whole team wasn't particularly good. Like, I mean, I, I haven't sat and watched the Hibs game back because I can't put myself through it. I, I know by seeing the facts I've seen that <laughs> it was a terrible game of football, and we've got out there with with three points. So yeah, I've seen the penalty a million times. I've seen the celebration. Uh I've seen uh Portis's reaction and McGinn's reaction, which is again it's tremendous. There's been like arts and gifts and whatever made out of that the way Rangers Twitter goes and stuff like this happens. So it was that wasn't particularly enjoyable. But nobody played well the other night. So I don't know if Monelis will start on Saturday. We will come on to that. Uh, and then he mentioned farmate the kind of old question that always comes back up with a if VAR had been in place on Wednesday night, mate, I still think we're getting a penalty, so I'm for
1: it. Yeah, I'm, I've always been for VAR. The one thing I don't like about it is the rule that they do, where they have to play the play the phase of attack to completion. And mm. I think Ryan and Ali and myself have that. said similar in the past.
0: Yeah. Just
1: because someone can get could get really seriously injured because you're still thinking the, the, the game's live when clearly it's not. That's my one worry with it. But they'll change it because they've been making tweaks throughout. I know down in England this season that they've shortened or thinning the lines um, that they were using for the offside stuff, whereas the previous season they were, they were quite thick and a lot of people were getting a wee bit upset with that. But the way they've done it now is they've brought it more in line with what they're doing on the continent and what they were doing in the, the UEFA competitions. Yeah, so I, I don't think VAR can, can be a bad thing. It's just, <laughs> we speak about it all the time. It's the standard of refereeing, so it'll be the standard of the officiating of the VAR official that we get as well. <laughs> that, that'll be a concern because, yeah, that, that would be the only thing. But yeah, I'm all, all for VAR, to be honest. I don't think it, it doesn't seem to stop the game too much. You know, I think yeah. that was people's big worries that it would turn into like American football, stop, start, stop, start all the time, but... To be honest, it on very few occasions has it ever actually done that to you, a cool ninety minutes of football.
0: It's definitely got better, put it that way. It has definitely got better. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Even when you watch the rare APL game, I, I get to see it has it has got much better. I mean, you used to be able to be offside if your armpit hitter was offside. Do you know what I mean? And it was just like I've got a wee bit ridiculous, but I think they've they've started to. Just tinker with it To get it right As I say To, to, to make it To try and not stop the game All the time Because nobody wants that Absolutely all the time All I will say is If far would have been in place this week We would have benefited from it uh, if I was in place for another team That plays in Glasgow this week They would not have benefited from it So I am I am all for it <laughs> I am literally <laughs> all for it uh, Calvin bashi uh, he was then At the press conference, seems like a lovely big lad Doesn't he, scores edges, seems like a nice Big guy, uh, but he, he Was asked questions about playing at center or back and whatever else he says he's happy to play anywhere um he's required um she's a good for his development he was then asked about alan mcgregor's uh exuberance <laughs> in a game i'll say uh he said he gets used to it and it might look like he's shouting down his neck but his neck but he is like a coach on the pitch uh it's like a coach coach on the pitch because he's been there and done it all and uh, but he said greeksy is fine i mean it must be hard work putting up Alan McGregor sometimes
1: Yeah, I think see for players when they first meet them and first play with them, it must be like, what's going on here? But um, I think, like sort of Bassey was saying in his press conference, you probably get used to it and realise that that's just his way because I've had it in me previously. You'll get managers that scream down your throat to try and egg you on and you'll get managers that are a bit calmer with you. So it's just the person individually. And if Calvin says it's fine, it's fine because he's been putting in excellent performances at centre-back. And I quite like what he had to say about like how he's found the adaptation from centre or left back to centre back and how you know he was talking about his positional sense where it was and he's had to work on that to get more confidence, which I think he has been, because again I'll harp back to that Sparta game last week where I'd said he was getting pulled out of position at times. But he's grown into that position fairly comfortably over the last like, the game and the, the Hibs game there midweek.
0: Yeah, actually I'm all well, I'm all for Barcy. I, I, I like him I think he's, a, he's a, a a player that can develop as a centre-back or as a left-back uh, and I think if Barisic if we get another centre-back and we get another centre-back of any kind of great standard or you know, a big Phil comes back uh, then I think Barisic will be struggling to keep a hold of his jersey uh, in my opinion because I've not been particularly impressed with, with Barisic this season, <clears throat> especially defensively where I just We've said that about Bassi before. Bassie just sees the ball and thinks that's my ball. I'm going to get that ball. Nothing will stop me getting that ball. Uh, and he has been—he's been great, really, really good. And you can see that he's loving his football. It's all you—it's all you really want. Do you know what I mean? It's all that you want from a player that's been developed to just—and I love when somebody sat down in front of the press and they—they just—they just seem honest and genuine. It was like. Just when said, I'll play anywhere, like I love that. Yes, you're all about, of course, he's all about himself. He's all everybody that comes to kind of Rangers nowadays is using it as a stepping stone. Scottish football is used as a stepping stone to the English Premier League, everybody knows that. So I'm coming and just being like, I just want to play football, I just, I'll play anywhere, I'll do anything I want. I love that in a player, you can't really not love that in a player.
1: Yeah, see the see the the question he get asked about um Balogun? and he was like yeah I hope hopefully fine but then you seen himself think to himself and he was like But I still want to be not playing." <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> so,
1: yeah. so, that was quite good
0: yeah, uh, he did. He did kind of. He did kind of go like, No, no. I, well, do, do I? I, I hope well, he's, a, he's a nice lad, and I hope he's okay. But no, I, I like Big Bass. I do, and he, he spoke very well today. Uh, so we'll move on to Dundee themselves, mate. Um, won the last two matches against Johnson and Murrow Currently sitting ninth, although things are very, very tight in the bottom six right now. There's like six points separating like four or five teams or something like that. Um, last time Rangers played them we won 1-0 a goal from Joe Aribo that was away in Dundee so it's your thoughts ahead of the game Scotia?
1: Yeah this is you see Dundee this should be should be fairly straightforward you would, you would like to think I don't want to fall into the trap that Ali made against Ross County um, a few weeks back but um, <laughs> it should be fairly straightforward I, Dundee yeah they've won their last two I think um, I think Motherwell knew who they played last Saturday um, Motherball were woeful that day, even worse than mm. when we played them. Um, so, don't, wouldn't read too much into that. Didn't really see any of their highlights of their midweek game um, against who were they playing, St Johnson? Did they beat 1 0 midweek, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, remember, I mean, we were really poor that day we won 1 0 up at Dens Park. You know, we were very slow at times and it was, we were going through the motions. It was that period of time where we would only play well for. We small periods, but Dundee didn't sit in. Dundee came and had a go. Now whether or not they'll change their approach, that they're coming to Ibrox rather than being at home at Dens, I don't know. But James McPake seems to have them playing quite, um, quite attacking football at times. So I'm hoping it, it keeps with that that mantra because that should play into our hands, and we should have a decent chance to keep Geo's um, impressed. I think it was um, I read something today that it was. At St. Since Willie Waddle, he's the first Rangers manager to win three games. His first three games, I think it was Willie Waddle, it might have been Wallace. It was either one of them. But yeah, he's the first one to do it since the, either of them. I can't remember. It's pretty
0: impressive. I don't know. I've not seen that Start, mate. I've been busy, man. I've hardly really been on social media or anything like that at all recently. It's, I've been uh, quite busy. So, no, I've not seen that. But I think i um, I am so stuck in the nineties, mate. That every time I think about Rangers playing Dundee at home, I just go, with that's not even a game of football. It's just a, it's a formality that Rangers will win." <laughs> do you know what I mean? And obviously, it isn't. Things have definitely moved on since I was growing up watching Rangers. But I, I just Dundee have clicked into a, a good bit of form. They're, they're playing all right. They're playing pretty decent football. Um, however, I just always my head will not stop going, "But with Dundee at home." Do you know what I mean? Like it's Dundee home. We should not be slipping up on on a game like that. Um hello to the Rangers rabble. Uh, Dundee have come onto a game, so confidence will be high, in my opinion. It's good for us if they come thinking they have a chance of going to go and murder them out they will though but let's hope uh, cheers guys, thanks for tuning in uh, obviously everybody, I'm sure you all know who the Rangers Rabble are but if you don't, go over and subscribe to their channel, guys are top class so I mean yeah, it could end up um, could end up turgid mate, it could end up Rangers absolutely flying, we could win 3-0, 4-0, I don't know, it's one of those games but you'll know by my score prediction that as I said I have not moved out of the 90s and it's probably time that I do to be honest so we'll go on to team selection mate, what do you think the teams are going to be um before I'll let you do it, I will, Ali and Ryan have both sent nails in, uh, so if you give me two wee seconds, this is really professional I know, um, Ali's is McGregor, Tav Goldson Bassi, Barisic, Aribo Arfield, Kamara, Sakala Roof and Kent, he's went for 3-0 and Kent is his first goal scorer, what's your team, team's coach? Um,
1: There's three players that I want Four players that have kind of hovering over whether they should be in or not. In fact, before I go into that, speak about. Can I speak about Bakuna quickly?
0: Oh, yes, you can.
1: Yeah, because Bakuna is an interesting one because um, he's obviously was born in the Netherlands. I mean, he represented them in the the youth level for a period of time as well, and he's not been on the bench in the league games. Um, these last two league games. He was on the bench for the, the Sparta game, but I think that's more because you've got a, a bigger bench. But um, yeah, it's surprising that he's not been playing because you, you must think that Dave Voss and Gio must know about him. So I'm surprised that he's kind of dropped away because he was coming on to a wee bit of a game. If you remember, just before the international break, he had that. Mm-hmm. he we would be playing? I can't remember who we were playing, but he came on to a really good game. So it's interesting in him. But yeah, my team, let's go into the team. Yeah, going I'm going to, to be, be really Just boring. quickly,
0: Scosh Potato Man's Put you're thinking about Loudrup running at Dundee. That is what I'm thinking about, <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> That's what I think of when we play Dundee at home. Yes, it is. The memories. Right, your team, Scosh.
1: Yeah, I'm not really going for, I'm just change, making one more, one change again. and going for the team that faced Levy. So, McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic, Arfield, Kamara, Haji, Aribo, Kent, and Morelos. That's there are a couple of players that I would maybe change, but I'll just go with that.
0: That's very safe, to be honest, mate. That is very safe. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get I
1: more think... than two right.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. You got, the last... you got the last one? Was it the last one you and Ali both got right? Aye, uh, but it was yeah. kind of easy to predict that one. <laughs> there has a few came in. Let me see. Let me go back to the If I've missed this. I'm sorry. Look, I am trying to do I'm doing things at once here. That's not, not good for me. <laughs> uh, CGM, McGregor, Patterson, Goldson, Barcy, Barisic, Kamara, Aribo, Arfield, Kent, Cattellan, Roof. Um, Patterson coming in be interesting. I think Patterson's probably a shoe-on to start against Leon. I reckon he'll make quite a lot of rotation uh, for the Leon game. I think he might use that as a... as a... a kind of glorified friendly because why would you not? Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's really that important that we go, go kind of... Just money and coefficient loss. points, really. Coefficient points, do, uh, would, is how many <laughs> coefficient points do you get for a win, Scott? Like three or something? I don't know how it works. Not loads, no. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So, it's not really, I don't think it's really worth it. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, we'll see. Look, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Ryan's as well. Again, another really professional number. I need to go find his message. Um, McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Bassey, Borna, Kamara, Aribo, Arfield, Kent, Cala, and Roof. So, that's exactly the same as Ali, is it not? Yeah. Did you write them down there? No,
1: no, no.
0: I... <laughs> so, no, um, yeah, and so he's went 3 0 as well. Um, I feel to score first. What was your score? Score? I don't like think I listened. Oh, to I you. didn't go.
1: I'm going 4
0: 0. 4 0. very positive, mate. Very, very positive. I'll go with do I do I dare? Do I dare? Um, McGregor, Tav... <laughs> I know who you're
1: thinking.
0: <laughs> yes, I know <laughs> McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Bassi, Barisic. Ryan Jack, Kamara, Aribo <laughs> Kent, Roof, and I think you'll play Hadji. And the only thing, the only reason I think you will play Hadji is Dundee might sit in. They might not come out and go full gung homie and try and go for it. They might they might take their time before they decide to actually come out, so I think Hadji might get the, the first hour or so, and then if, depending on how the game goes, we might see Sakala. I would love to see Sakala start, I, I generally would, I would love to see him start, but I'm not 100% that he will, because um, I don't know if that's where he sees his best position.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, look, Sakala was one of those names, the Sakala and Roof were two that I was like, will they come in or not? But I've just got a feeling just because Roof's just coming back from injury he'll probably just keep him on the bench and when you mentioned Jack there as well actually sorry just <laughs> <I see Scotch.
0: laughs> Neil Oliver. it's a
1: beautiful country
0: <laughs> this is Scotland
1: <laughs> by the way <laughs> yeah. had that That's many cool. times travel thank we you we have
0: called you that we have do you, does everybody do you not think you look a bit like Keanu Reeves as well though <laughs> Is it Bill
1: and Ted? Is it Bill and Ted, isn't it? Ah,
0: it's Bill and
1: Ted, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but see on That's Jack brilliant. as well. I would have had, I was considering putting Jack in my team, but just given the comments that Gio made in his press conference about building him up to get minutes, because I know you were worried before the Levy game that it wasn't even in the bench, or not the Levy game, the Hibs game, that it wasn't even in the bench. But thankfully, Gio's kind of put that to bed and yeah, we're just building him up because we don't need to rush him at the moment. So.
0: Well, yeah, we do because I like him and I want to see him play again. Uh, no, I I get it, mate, but Ryan Jack, as you say, I just how much longer are you going to keep him? It's time for it's time for him to to get back into the team. Well, I hope I hope he does because I think he deserves another crack at the whip. Do you know what I mean? I think he deserves another go at it. But there's a lot of players in front of him. As well, it's, it's interesting. We think it was I can't remember what game it was, but it was either the second game um, for Gio. I don't think it was a Sparta game that we spoke about John Lundstrom. I think I mentioned John let John Lundstrom would have a chance to really impress and get himself into the team, but again, he's not really... Okay, he got brought on the other night, but it was really just to secure up, and as I say, it looked like it kind of went to a 3-5-2 at that point. So, what know, do you think was going Lundstrom- to come on. That's, r- that's
1: right, yeah, but... you had Sakala coming on, and then obviously we scored the penalty. Yeah, I think Lundstrom's got a choice, but I think we're a wee bit over-heavy in the, those positions I think there's there's too many options so yeah it's gonna be bits and pieces because I think Kamara at the moment's probably guaranteed most weeks Davis as we've said he had a poor game by his standards midweek um <laughs> and um <laughs> What was I saying there? Sorry, that question <laughs> got me <laughs> off guard. There, of
0: yeah, Dav- Dav- Davis David Davis had a I think
1: Davis had a poor game by his standards because we always say like Davis doesn't drop below seven out of ten. The game against Hibs there, I don't think he was. It was probably six, maybe five and a half. If you're being uber harsh, mm-hmm. but Kamara's not dropping out, so we're probably a wee bit too too heavy in the middle for players because you've got our field there as well. So it's do you change formation all the time? You don't want to do that, so. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Lundström.
0: That's a good point from Garland Pound I think Lundström's Rangers career went with Gerard, but it's very possible. Look, like, he might not be the, the type of player that Gio's looking for to kind of build his team around. I think players like Ryan Jack, Kamara, Haji in particular looks like he's kind of one of his favourites. Look, it's only been three games, as I say. You're trying not to be over-analytical, but as Rangers fans, that's what we do. We literally analyse every little thing about, what he's going to do, and I think Haji in particular looks like he might be a bit of a favourite. Do you not think with Haji especially, scores that we should move him in a bit and, like, don't play him out wide? Because Aribo's very good out there as well. Look, Aribo's been great for us all season. No matter where he plays, he seems like a... a, I really... He just seems like he's kind of on form just now, but I would always try and Get Haji close at the middle because see when we break down there, see, try to watch him run at full pace, mate. It, it hurts my eyes, man.
1: I've been screaming at all, so even, he, even when Gerard was here and he was having Haji out in the right. I'm like, play Haji in the middle. I think because Aribo can play out in the right, but I think the problem you've got then is what position is Aribo better at in the middle or out in the wing? Now, he's very good at both of them, he's probably slightly better in through the middle. So, you're mm. Kenny. Losing the quality that Ariba would give you there to push him out wide to bring Hadji in. Would Hadji give us more there? Potentially, because we've not really seen it that often. But they they are switching it up in games, I've noticed. I've noticed in the Hibs game that Hadji was coming inside quite a a lot um, and Ariba was pushing out wide. Um, So, you know, if we were playing that kind of 4-2-3-1, I want those three to be able to shift about and kind of just break the lines, confuse the defence. So... Uh, yeah, I would prefer Hadji more centrally, but that's just
0: me. Yeah, that's a good point. We look a lot sharper with our field playing. I think when the substitutions were made on Wednesday night, you could see a, a, a pretty heavy change in us going forward. We, we all of a sudden became very attacking, and I think that was down to obviously our field support. He was very close to Roof. I mean, Roof were playing very close to each other.
1: Yeah, I think when they came on, did, no, did we switch more to a four four two? Or was that I mean that was maybe when Lindstrom? I don't know. Come on, it yeah. was more a four four. It was. Uh, it was Lindstrom. Came on, we went to a kind of four four two. But yeah, no, Arfield like like we say, he does that. He, he makes those runs forward, past the, the the forward line, to kind of run into those spaces as his goal against Livy last Sunday. Sunday proved, and you know it was like this last season. Arfield, he wasn't really getting a game and then he came in, maybe a wee bit earlier than this season, but he came in and he was absolutely phenomenal for us mm-hmm. between November to sort of January. Um, and he he was one of the reasons that we've done so well. So, um, yeah, Arfield's been magnificent the last couple of games that he's featured in. And it gives us that something a wee bit different because no one else in the midfield really does that at the moment. I think some of them could, Jack and Kamara could possibly do that, but maybe they just could have been instructed by the previous management team not to do it um, but yeah no, Arfield uh, he's hes looking as if he's coming on to a better game
0: It is amazing the names that pop up in chats mate that make me think like we've mentioned Offerball tonight, we've mentioned Bakuna, CGM's just said Scott Wright Completely forgot about him And I was like, all for him Like when we signed him I was just like Now he's not even He doesn't even seem close To like, getting on the pitch Do you know It's not even The game doesn't really suit him uh, So uh, To look, be honest he was, there's one there's... Of,
1: he was one of the names I was considering for my team Tomorrow um, because, Really? Because Yeah Because he's a more Because he's a more natural winger Than Hadji is You know And I, I think that, that type of winger Would suit What Gio's trying to do In certain games So Yeah I mean, we're only three games in to his kind of tenure as Rangers <laughs> manager, so it's difficult to kind of judge. So I think obviously there's loads and loads of games coming up over the next sort of three weeks. So um, we might see right at some points during then, but we'll just need to wait and see in that one.
0: Yeah, so... Gallant Pioneer as well Simpson and Barker are Deadwood Barker has been I Deadwood for that. me since the, since the day he signed for us to be honest I know. Brandon. I know everybody that watches this podcast will know I am not a fan of Brandon Barker I just I can't understand why he plays for Rangers and Simpson. I mean, he's not even close to getting a start. I would imagine if we see Katic getting recalled, that is the final kind of nail in his coffin, <clears throat> to be honest, as far as Rangers are concerned. But I don't, I don't see some he's not impressed, Scotia. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing. He has had these he's had odd chances, but right now, again, it's three games we've only had under Joe but he's not been considering we're playing uh a natural left back at centre back, I think it tells you everything.
1: Yeah, I'm of not getting any centre backs on on the bench.
0: Oh, neither we did. Either. You're
1: right. In the two league games, obviously in the in the European game we had Leon King in there, who can you know, he's a centre back. But um I can't. No,
0: I, can't. no I, can't. I literally cannot believe that. John Larry, can you believe Barker outlasted Gerald? No, I can't. I can't believe it. Brandon Barker did cheek to put up a picture of him in training gear the other week, and people like, Oh, you're making a return? I'm like, no, of course he isn't. It's Brandon Barker. Oh, oh unbelievable, man. Oh, it's unbelievable. I'm just not a fan, not a fan of him. Honestly, I am just not that not a fan at all uh, and it's a shame that it's an irrational kind of feeling of i just can't be bothered with them at all If it's never really understood it so scotia we're pretty much coming to the end mate um looking forward to tomorrow i think we are, are we going for breakfast in the morning?
1: I'll hopefully come up and meet you. As if the train's running time, I always run into the problem that I go and get a train and then it goes, oh, this train's cancelled so you need to wait in the next one. So hopefully if I can get the train up in time, I'll meet you in Paisley Road for a, for a wee bite to eat before going to the pub yes. and along yeah, to the game.
0: So- Obviously, yes, we are going to game tomorrow. A few beers tomorrow as well. Saturday kick off, what it's all about. Um, we'll try not be as drunk when we bring you a reaction. Probably from the pub, try not be as drunk as we were after the defeat to Hibs, but you can probably understand why we were a wee bit drunk after the defeat to Hibs. Um So, yeah, obviously we did this live tonight. I'm sorry I've not got everybody's comments. It's, so difficult to try and read and listen and talk all at the same time. I'm a man, I can't really do these things. Uh, but we did do it because the podcast is turning one on Monday. We have reached over a thousand subscribers much quicker than we ever thought we would. We've launched a, a join um button. You can join the channel now and you can come a club at 22 supporter. So as I say, we are we are delighted with it. And also we are we're now doing a live show. As you've seen, it's been scrolling across the the the, the, the bottom of the the screen. Um, we're going to be doing a, a live podcast from the Viceroy bar. You can buy tickets for it. Uh, and the link is in the description for this podcast. Uh, five pound a ticket. There's only going to be it is a small venue, um, because we are named after the Viceroy. Uh, but it's a small venue because I'm worried that nobody's gonna actually turn up. So <laughs> but that's why I chose to do as a small venue and the hope that people buy tickets, but yeah, we'll say five pound a ticket. Um all the usual club at 22, nonsense and beers added in, so that's what it's all about. So, Scotia, um, thank you very much for your time tonight, mate, and happy podcast birthday to you.
1: Aye, happy birthday. Um, very well done in actually setting this up and getting me and Ali dragged into it, along with Ryan as well eventually. Um, yeah, it's been a really good year for it, to be honest, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I'd like to thank uh, everyone getting involved in the comments tonight as well. Um it's been difficult because every time I kind of look at it, I start laughing from some of the comments that are getting made. So um <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a, it's been an enjoyable night, mate. So um aye, thanks and then um, I'll see you tomorrow. And hopefully we'll get those three points.
0: Hopefully. Yeah, you usually look well 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 oh, wow. oiled. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, we will. And so Connie wants to ask where his advice was. Right? 22 Paisley Road West, uh, used to be called Club. The club at 22 and Tom Valance. Uh, it, it's
1: in between Kenning Park and Shields Road.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that'll do. As I say, thank you to everybody for tuning in tonight. It's amazing when everybody comes in with all the comments. It really is superb. Well, I hopefully see you at the live show. Uh, and yeah, we really can't wait to do it. No idea how it's going to be. Uh, it's the first time we've ever going to have done it, but. For sure, we're going to put absolutely everything we can uh, into it, uh, and we really are looking forward to it. So hopefully see you there. Shameless plug, as always, please like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, leave a comment, like, and share anywhere that you can. It really helps. really makes a huge difference. As I said, we'll be back tomorrow after the football. I promise not as drunk as we were the last time we did a pod from the <laughs> pub. Uh, I promise that. I do promise that. And, yeah, um, we have been Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Thank you, everybody, and speak to you all tomorrow. Cheers.